0: The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome to the Tuesday episode for Brutal Nation. I'm your illustrious hope. Hope? (laughs) I, I, I have no hope. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? Let's try that again. I'm your illustrious host. Scott the nipple tassel Alexander, huh? <sighs> what can I say? I like uh, wearing sequins panties and nipple tassels. <coughs> Feeling awful pretty today. <laughs> and right across from me is the one, the only, the wearing nothing but a thong and a smile. That's me, Laura, the hot box Jameson.
1: <laughs> Hello, everyone.
0: You like that one? I do. I All like right, it. so boys and girls, this is the. We're going to wrap up the the story of. Uh, Davis and Riley. This is part three. It's going to be really short because uh, this is just the final little tidbits that kind of, you know, culminate everything together. So a brief synopsis of what happened. Davis and Riley meet. They both had vastly different lives growing up, but they wound up be fuck-ups together. They kill a bunch of people. They actually go through and kidnap Davis's niece. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and molest her. Because they're sick fuckers. Yeah. Um, they've been captured. They've been put away. So, with that said, Dina has some possible motivations that could actually get her off. Not like get her off like molesting, but like you it was know. his
1: mullet that got her off.
0: It mm, got me off too.
1: <laughs> that
0: hot mullet. <laughs> hot
1: mullet action.
0: It, it 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 gives me a stirring in my loins. So, at at that point, Vina Riley's attorney had a couple of options to explain her motivations to the jury, and it might actually work in her favor for her being a fuck-up. The first option was to use her drug addiction as an excuse. You know, hey, she's a druggie. You know?
1: What can you say? Yeah.
0: Dina's attorney could claim that her addiction was so severe that Davis kept her on, on a steady supply of meth, and she changed her name to methany.
1: That's right. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> By doing that, he can control uh, whether or whether you know whether or not she complied with his demands that he made of her, which makes sense, right? Right. He's supplying her with her drug of choice. Right. The second option Dina's defense had uh, was to simply claim that Davis had complete control over her actions. They could say that he used physical and psychological threats against her uh, so she had no other option but to comply with his demands. In other words, she feared what he might do to her should she refuse to help him could harm her like the other women.
1: She didn't want to be the next one in the snuff film.
0: Yeah, she didn't want to be the next one in the snuff film. You know, which both viable options if you think hey, about Davis's history and everything like that. They both could work. So, I give that a thumbs up, the old butthole. <laughs> so, those excuses might actually work in Dina's favor. However, what excuse could Davis use to get the jury to sympathize with him? Ah, inquiring minds want to know because <laughs> I'm a sequin-toe. <laughs> it was obvious to everyone involved that Davis was a textbook sexual psychopath. By definition, that's a person who uses sex to dominate other human beings, turning them into possessions. In addition to that, by videotaping the assaults of his victims, he put himself in a different class of sexual psychopath. As I stated earlier, he joined the ranks of Paul Bernardo and Carla Hermalka, the Canadian, Kenneth's infamous and most hated couple. The
1: Ken and Barbie today. killers. They, they were fucked up.
0: They were, and I always say, fucking Carla Hermalka, man, yeah, what she did to her sister, that's, that's what pisses me off about her. I'm On Christmas, somebody, also. Christmas. I'm just, I'm just hoping that somebody accidentally may hit her with a bus. Just saying. I agree. Just by total accident, of course. According to Dr. Scher... Really? Seifert. Okay, let's go with that.
1: It's my turn to help you. Thanks.
0: <laughs> I think Ebert... But okay, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Schieffer, psychopaths have no empathy. They get a thrill out of hurting people. That's what sets them apart from a run of the mill psychopaths, who can feel bad about hurting people. When experts combine the obvious lack of empathy with Davis's violent sexual compulsions, they get what Dennis Rader referred to as factor X. Now, for those that's of you who right, don't know who yes. Dennis Rader is, that's your BTK killer. Okay, uh, Beat, torture, kill. fine
1: Torture and kill.
0: Ki- that was a fine. God damn it. It's a
1: song. I've danced to it many times.
0: <laughs> the fuck?
1: I'll find it. I'll find God, who it's all right, by. you fucking s- <laughs>
0: lunatic. <laughs> now I need drugs and a bodyguard just to do a podcast. That's great. You love me. I do. In many ways. Dr. Seaver. <laughs> okay, let's try that. Again. Dr. Seaver referring to Raider uh, when he said, "I think he was observing that he had something inside of his head that drove him uh, to do awful things, and he knew that there was no way he could stop, uh, stop, except—oh, I get now—stop except for being caught." Killed killed, or imprisoned for the rest of his life. That's what the BTK killer had said, actually. He knew that he uh, he had this drive to kill and hurt. And he knew that it was something that the rest of the world didn't have. Yeah. And then there's, you know, of course, Joel Rifkin, which we featured in episode 190, once told psychologists that he wasn't capable of stopping his urges to strangle women despite the fact that he was aware his actions were wrong. He said that he couldn't stop because he achieved a sexual euphoria that couldn't be matched every time he murdered his victims.
1: At least he knew it about himself.
0: Right, right. And I still have to write him. I'm going to be writing Joel hopefully soon. I just keep freaking forgetting because I get sidetracked with, you know, like bunny rabbits and squirrels and masturbating to thoughts of you. <laughs> um, no, Doug. Did I say that? That was my outside voice. That was my outside voice. My Thank
1: day. you all. That makes me feel so special.
0: Oh, well, you want to feel special? Sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> According to Doctor Sheffer, I'm such I'm such a pig. Jesus Christ! I man. love it. <laughs> That's why Jesus, I'm here. <laughs> here he is over here making sexual innuendos, and in you're in your endos, Scott. You pig! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Doctor uh said Richard Dean Davis had earned his membership to the same club. The club was the ki- of the killing kind. So. Oh, I have an itch. And it's on my ankle.
1: The song is by Suicide Commando, by the way, if anybody would like to listen to it. It's a really good song. That's fantastic. Bind, Torture, and Kill by Suicide Commando.
0: That sounds like my last date. <laughs> <laughs> Many experts have wondered for years whether... Uh, whether or not this factor X was a force of nature or the result of nurture, or was it the combination of both? <coughs> In her book, Dr. Schiffert noted something I found interesting. But it's also something that I have thought about before. That is, quote, a chronically violent person is a matrix of complex interactive systems. And I agree with that. That is true. For instance, in the case of some sex offenders, it's been established that they have a a genetic history of deviance. Even so, there are environmental factors that also have an impact on how that proclivity plays a part in their lives. It's a proven fact that some people have learned to suppress their deviant urges. However... Others might find it impossible to do that, especially if they suffer from a detachment disorder or if they experience childhood trauma. Both of those environmental factors could stunt their emotional development. And that's true. Very true. That's very, very true. Very accurate. It appears that is it appears as if it is what happened to Davis. God, I can't read. Fucking hooked on phonics and shit.
1: Oh, it's okay. It's that kind of day.
0: That's because I have to turn my monitor so I can actually see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm getting used to my bifocals that I'm oh, not wearing right now. Because if I wear them, it's too close. But if I don't, it's... Too, it's, it's yeah. I just I can't win. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old pervert instead of a young one.
1: You're only a middle pervert. <laughs> I'll show you
0: <laughs> In regards to that, Dr. Shereff stated he was a, a, in prison 18 years for a sex offense. And it didn't, it didn't do nothing to keep him from reoffending, but should that have been considered as a mitigating factor in his trials? And I say no, no, because yeah, okay, I understand this whole factor X theory, and some people can't help themselves,
1: but you still did it. You still did these horrible things. You still, even did if it. you have that,
0: and he didn't seek help. That's my thing. Yeah, like, when we did um, Carol Cole. Caracole knew that he was going to kill more people. He checked himself in and out of uh, several mental facilities saying, hey, look, if you let me go, I can't achieve I can't, climax yeah. unless I'm killing somebody. And they said, oh, you're fine. Run along, you young scamp.
1: <laughs> we have overcrowding issues. We can't deal yeah, with you. Yeah, it's like,
0: get out of here. And then one, one place, I think it was in Arizona, or maybe it was Nevada. I think it was Nevada. When he checked himself in and said, look, I'm going to be killing somebody. They said, here's a bus ticket to San Diego.
1: (laughs) Now get out of our hair. (laughs)
0: Yeah, now get out of here. Run along.
1: Be someone else's problem, basically.
0: It's fucked up, man. Yeah.
1: It seems like, in a way, they they should be held accountable for the murders that he committed after being let out of those places. If he was like, look, I'm going to do this. I'm telling you I'm going to do it. I've done it before. That's why
0: I'm here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was practically telling the cops, I murdered these people right here. And the cops are, excuse me, sir, we're looking for a serial killer. Yeah. You need to step out of the way. Step out of the way, yeah. He's like, that's me right here. We think that she died from natural causes. She's wrapped up in a blanket in a closet, but, you know, natural causes. No. Right. Once Davis and Dina were finally apprehended, Following their infamous run from authorities, the public started questioning why they were given a chance to get away. Yeah. Even more questions were asked of the sheriff's department when it was revealed they had more than probable cause to detain the couple while they waited for the search warrant. We knew that was going to come back Uh up. Uh-huh. The public demanded answers from Sheriff Carrick There we There we go. Yeah. That's just a fucked up name. It is. And it should be sheriff. God damn it. Spell right. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I can't even alter it because we're out of storage room. <sighs> That's great. All right. Uh, anyway, big old Sheriff Allen It was the individual who ultimately made the decision to let the couple go. The decision was one of the key factors that led Davis and Dina go, uh, going on Led to him going on the run from authorities for eight days. During that time they crisscrossed three states which launched a nationwide manhunt and resulted in the abduction and sexual assault of a five year old girl in Kansas. Yet, rather than admitting they made a mistake, Alan Ball continued to defend his decision. Give me well you're a, a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More I did the right thing. You know what the right thing would be, uh, Sheriff? Hang yourself.
1: Time for like I said, a giant uh, lawsuit. That's what you're going to get now, or a
0: hangman's noose around his neck. Yeah, I'm just. I like, like money say. also <laughs> <laughs>
1: for my pain and suffering. I mean, that kid's never going to be the same ever. That is like true. the life she would have had, the person she would have been.
0: That is true. No more. The yeah. Th- the questions that people want to know boil down to two very important ones: Did the authorities mishandle the situation on May 17th when they first questioned the couple? And two, could the event? that transpired after the couple fled have been avoided. And I say yes to both. Yes. It was mishandled, and this shit could have been avoided, but the sheriff fucking butthole, yeah. you know, totally mishandled it. I agree. The truth was never clear because law enforcement officials and other members of the criminal justice system couldn't agree on the simplest answers to those questions. It's really easy. You look at him and go, you're responsible. You should be in prison, sheriff.
1: You're wrong. You're fired.
0: Yeah, you're fired. And you're going to jail because yeah. you, you let this shit happen. Yep. Independence Police Captain Bradley Halsey stated, there isn't one of us who wouldn't sell their souls to prevent this from happening to that little girl. Exactly. I think that's lip service.
1: Well, that's true. It's after the fact. That's, it's that's after the right. fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: An investigative reporter for the Kansas star discovered that there was a series of decisions made by law enforcement on May 17th. Had these decisions gone a different way, the couple would have been in custody while the authorities conducted their investigation. These are the critical decisions that transpired during that event. The investigation in Lafayette County where, uh, were at Davis and Dina's apartment house because they received a tip that Davis may have been responsible for the death of Marsha Spencer. The woman who provided the tip turned out to be Lori Dunfield when she told law enforcement officials about her experience with Davis prior to Marsha's body being discovered. That was one of his victims too, I think.
1: Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Then, while authorities questioned the couple, investigators noticed a video camera set up in the bedroom and... An incriminating journal out in the open. So they've written this down. But, but yet they go, huh? You can Yeah, so you play. can go. It's yeah. Go on your merry way until we get a search warrant. Dumb fucks. Yeah. During, in, during their interviews with Davis and Dina, the couple made comments when combined with uh, comments that when combined with what the officers found in plain sight, should have made the couple suspects as opposed to being, quote, persons of interest.
1: I agree. That's probable well, cause. Yeah.
0: Everything they have there is probable cause. They have a witness statement. They have an open journal that backs up the the the, the, the witness statement from a victim. They got a video camera set up in the bedroom, which backs up what everybody's been saying, saying and it's in the yeah. book. They got... You know everything in the world. They're like, oh, you're just a person of interest. When well, wasn't nice he? Was day.
1: violating his parole? Yeah, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, for having pot. Yeah. When Dina was interviewed, she freely admitted the weed and drug paraphernalia that the officers saw laying around the apartment belonged to them.
1: Well, no shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just blew in through the window, officer. I don't know how that got here. Excuse me. Do you have any meth? <laughs> if you happen to have any <laughs> and dropped it, I just want to try to find that for you. Despite that, Allenbaugh made the decision that if he arrested Davis and Dina for marijuana, he risked jeopardizing their murder investigation, uh, which is not true. I don't
1: believe that at all.
0: In other words, he didn't have confidence in the Jackson County Prosecutor's Office's ability to detain the couple for drug charges while his, apart- his department worked. Uh, with the Independence Police Department to investigate the murder of Marsha. There's a bunch of dumbass going on in Seriously, Missouri right there. Seriously, yes. And it's just a, a, like a ton of dumbass. According to Prosecutor Mark Sanders, Allenbaugh could have arrested the couple for the marijuana, which would have detained them for at least 20 hours without putting the murder investigated, a, investigation in any jeopardy. Not only that, Davis was on parole, and he was caught possessing narcotics and pornographic material. Because he can't uh, possess pornographic material because he's a sex offender. Yes. On parole. Yeah. Fucking A, Sheriff.
1: Violent, violent sex offender.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This guy's a peach, man. Yeah. Fucking idiot, Sheriff. Those were both uh, direct violations and conditions (laughs) of his parole, so... There was just there was just cause to arrest him just for that. Yeah. Allenbaugh responded to Sanders, commented and said misdemeanor marijuana is not something that they put on 24 hour hold in Jackson County. We completely avoided uh, responding to the parole violation cause uh, cause for arrest. Stupid. It's totally stupid. That is stupid. That's an excuse. It's, that is it's a, not a valid excuse. It's a lame excuse. Yeah. at that. That's almost as dumb as, the, the drugs flew in through my window from the breeze. Blew oh a bed.
1: I don't know how that happened. I
0: don't know how that happened. I don't know how my penis got stuck in this goat. <laughs> <laughs> but it was bad. <laughs> Officials for, from the Independence Police Department refused to publicly criticize the way Allenball handled the case. However, they did state that they uh, that they've been leading the investigation from the start. They would have detained the couple for further questioning. Lieutenant Colonel David Lampkin stated, would we have done the same thing differently, uh, done, done things differently? Probably. But that's because we have more resources and more experience. But that doesn't mean that. They screwed up. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. 100%, 100% does. Yes, you it means did. Because the sheriff is a fucking asshat.
1: Yeah. You don't want to take responsibility. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. You fucked up, and that's fine. Take fucking responsibility for it. Uh, yeah. Sit there and don't. The old saying, don't blow smoke up my ass and tell me I'm on fire.
1: Mm hmm.
0: I need more caffeine. <laughs> Exorcism. What? What? What are you doing to my butthole? Blowing well, smoke up the ass. That's part of exorcism. Uh, yes. Oh, I thought Go you on. wanted to blow smoke exorcisms up my ass. Well, John, I don't love you in that way, brother.
1: <laughs> That's part of the exorcism uh, process. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's my kink. No kink shame.
1: No kink shaming.
0: It's kinky. <laughs> Look, I have, a, I have a Catholic nun obsession. Don't judge. <laughs> I like the ruler. It's so hard. I like being judged. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just cannot judge other people. That's,
0: However. Yes. Peters added that people were only second-guessing Baugh's decision after the fact because of the, the assault of the five-year-old girl. Now, I would have questioned it at the beginning. Fuck that. Yeah. He said, it's unfair to criticize them for what these people allegedly did afterwards. No, it's very much fucking cri- yeah. criticize this asshole because he could have detained this prick. It's, you have to look at people's history. Yes. Okay. If, if you see somebody who has a definite long history as a violent sex offender, you're looking for somebody who is a violent sex offender and a murderer. You should probably detain them. Even if it's just for 20 hours or 24 yeah. hours. You know, just long enough for you to get the warrant, go in, do your job and get out. Yes. Because, you know, error on the side of caution. Because, hey, if you're wrong, you're wrong. You say sorry, hey, you go on your merry way. Right, but what if you're not? What if you're accurate? What if you're looking at that videotape and it's a snuff film, like they've been recording?
1: And it wasn't the first one.
0: Yeah, it's like not the first one. Oh, huh? yeah. Guess what? You thought that you aired, but no. Now you got a fucked up motherfucker who's not going and he's not going to be out there molesting and uh, a five year old girl. Yeah. Just fucking ridiculous.
1: It is. God damn it.
0: I <clears throat> get all fucking up. We're going
1: to write them a letter.
0: Makes my asshole itch.
1: <laughs> you need that bidet.
0: I do. <laughs> it was a good bidet. It was a bad bidet. <laughs> 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 but I will see it tomorrow. Bidet. <laughs> During the inquiry into his actions of Allenbaugh, the investigative reporter reached out to the little girl's parents and said, how much for the little girl? No, he didn't say that. <laughs> To see what they had to say. All the father would comment was that she was doing fine.
1: The hell she was. Yeah, she's not doing
0: fine. After that, he said, we will have something to say someday. But not yet. He refused any further comment.
1: It's because he's family. It's because Davis was family.
0: And they're not in Arkansas where that shit's legal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I remember in Arkansas, if your sister ain't good enough for her own family, who is she good for
1: (laughs) They need that uh, call-in incest. She's your daughter, not your date billboard. Drinking is no excuse.
0: <coughs> Damn it. Now i got to call my daughter and tell her that. <laughs> keep her hands off me. Drinking is no excuse. Oh. That's horrible, man. And the sad thing is I know I'm going to get a call from my daughter going, You're a sick fucker, You're Dad. Sick. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs>
1: she should know by now.
0: She does. She Cassie takes a lot of bullshit from me, like all my jokes and shit. Like, I could burn down a whole house. And she'd be like, he's just having a bad day. That's all there is to it. <laughs> oh, I'm Dad. sure that there's a reason. She'd be like, Daddy, why'd you do it? No, I know you have a reason. It's okay. Let's go get some coffee. <laughs> <coughs> Among the officers from Independence Police Department, they went uh, with Allenbaugh and his deputies to question the couple was Sergeant Eddie Turner. That sounds like a fake fucking name, but okay.
1: It sounds like a movie name.
0: It does. It really does. I think he should be uh, accompanied by Walker, Texas Ranger. a big
1: fat fucking dog called Hooch. Hooch, yeah.
0: He's a big fat dog named Hooch. (laughs) He was the one who made the decision to contact Davis' parole officer. Apparently, the parole officer was alarmed by Turner's phone call, so much so that he asked to be called back after the investigators interviewed Davis. According to Allenbaugh, investigators from his department did call the parole officer back from the scene, from the scene of the crime. Here's your call. <laughs> he claimed they expressed their desire to arrest the pair for drug for drugs or in connection with the murder. However, did not feel that they were in possession of uh, in a position to compel the couple to agree to more questioning at the police department, he stated. At the police department, that's right. And he stated, we just didn't have enough. We weren't ready to do hard questioning of them. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. But we just didn't know. You have to build a case.
1: Uh, no, uh, you. Yeah, you, you do. You saw but- it with your own... Eyes in like, the apartment
0: like Handcuff these assholes Throw them into a cage That wasn't enough And then fucking check the apartment Get all your evidence Go, okay, here You get, we, we found your snuff tapes We found your, your journal entry Saying that you made snuff tapes We've got witnesses that escaped you You know, you're, you're some victims that got away That can identify you mm-hmm. You can either talk Or we're gonna like Totally ass rape you in court It's your choice That would be the eyes. hard
1: questioning <laughs> Yeah
0: so hard. <laughs> no bidet for you, buddy. None. <laughs> Just rectal bleeding.
1: Brought All to right you by I Preparation Age. Spongeb- <laughs> mm, that's hot. <laughs> Tux, medicated pads. Mm,
0: cooling. is cooling. The spokesperson for the Missouri Department of Corrections, Brian Hotsworth Hotsworth Hawsworth. Hogsworth, yeah. I want to say Hogsworth, but
1: (laughs) Brian Hogwarts.
0: (laughs) This Brian dude said that when Turner (laughs) called Davis, when Davis's parole officer back, he failed to mention the drugs. Allenbaugh claimed he thought the parole officer was informed about the weed, and he said, "I would expect that is something a parole officer would need to know." Well, yeah. (laughs) Do you think so? The investigators at the depart at the apartment went to the circuit court judge Bob Beard. That is a fucking awesome name. That's a <laughs> that is a country starred name right there. Yes, like he should be up there with a banjo. Going, Hello, I'm Bob Beard. And yes, I'm here to sing to you about snuff tapes, and drugs, and methany. <laughs> <laughs> at around four o'clock a.m. on May 18th, to request a search warrant. At the time, the judge said their request was insufficient.
1: Seriously,
0: Because he was sleeping. It's 4 a.m. He's all, look. Don't judge. fucking
1: call me in the middle of the night.
0: This isn't business hours, motherfucker. I get in at 9 a.m. Go away. Need my beauty sleep. Call back later. Martha, give me my sleeping mask. <laughs> they returned to him with the second request after questioning more witnesses at around 11, 15 p.m. The same day, because now it's now it's once again past business hours. Mm-hmm. but all right. That's when he granted their request. Like, if you let me sleep, I'll give you whatever the hell you want. I'll give you a handjob as long Just as you Just come back later. Yeah. Alamo used that to uh, vindicate his decision. He said, it was affirmed by the judge we did the right thing. No, you didn't. <laughs> and neither did the judge. Neither did the judge, yeah. It's not clear whether the judge was aware Davis was on parole. If I'm not mistaken, a search warrant isn't required for authorities to conduct a search of a property for individuals who are on parole. I know that is the case in Oregon. You don't need probable cause. You're a fucking, you're a criminal. They right. come in the search your shit. Yeah. Because you could be up to nefarious shit and they want to know. So you can go back to the butt puncher home hotel. <laughs> Get a little butt love. Secret butt lovers. Oh. <laughs> Reports indicate that Davis's parole officer made several attempts to contact him on May 18th, including leaving a message at his place of employment, a voicemail on his cell phone, and a note affixed to his door. When Davis didn't respond by 3.30 p.m., he issued a warrant for Davis's arrest for violating his parole. He was on the run. I don't think he gives two shits about... Yeah. Oh, I could redo that for you. I'm sorry. I
1: got it. I fixed it. It's all good.
0: It's all curly, cute. It looks like it just got out of the salon.
1: Well, I mean, I am a stylist, so
0: <laughs> maybe these mics are born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> in reference to the difference he previous the, a reference to in reference to the difference he previously witnessed between Lafayette County and Jackson County, he said, "We get them locked up out here, and we would have gotten those two locked up, huh?" Get them locked up out here, and we would get them. We would have gotten them to locked up. Okay, whatever. I'm very frustrated by the whole thing. It looks like a catch and release program in Jackson County, like fishes. <laughs> mm. Look at this one's beautiful. Good marbling, <laughs> good stripe, and scales look good. All right, swim free, fishy. Don't molest any five-year-old yeah. fish. In response to that, Sanders said that he wanted to avoid a war of the words with Allenbaugh, but didn't say if someone had contacted us. Oh, he did say if someone had contacted us, we would have been happy to have worked to have made sure the normal bond would not have uh, seen set in a case in the case. As a matter of fact. It's something that we do quite often with suspects in major cases that are being held at that point on minor charges to get them off the streets, which makes sense. That makes that sense. That makes sense. But not Allenbaugh. No, no. no. He's got his head up his ass. Yeah. Which he should have a gun in his mouth, but that's just me. <laughs> and I'm pro-police. I'm <laughs> yeah. 100% pro-police department, but this guy here, like seriously, get yourself a rope and a tall tree and take a jump. You fucked your...
1: up, and yeah. that's that. You can't explain that away.
0: No, you can't, except for just saying, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Allenbaugh finished by saying, people had to remember that when he let the couple go, nobody knew that the evidence that they had at the apartment, about the evidence that they had at the apartment, he said, quote, either the public is going to understand or they're not going to understand it. There's not a whole lot I can do about it at this point in time. We have to do our job uh, and not... What the fuck? We have to do our
1: job right. And not I'm haphazardly. A, oh,
0: that's it. Haphazardly. God damn, Too many letters in there, and I'm a retard. It's a lot of letters. Not a lot of letters from my little brains. <laughs> and I disagree with him. You had the fucking evidence right in front of you. You had plenty of evidence to detain them. To
1: detain them, yes.
0: And you chose not to. Yep. That was your choice. The reason why that little girl got molested there, Baugh? That's your fault. That's your fault. You You might as well have molested that little girl yourself.
1: Ooh. That's a good one. No,
0: I'm throwing that out there right to him. You might as well have fucking molested that kid yourself because you're the cause of it. So take that to bed with you, you prick. This pisses me off. Yeah, man. I agree. Gives me gives me fucking red ass. Yep. Where am at with this. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, let's get to some court proceedings. When it came to the trial, rather than try Davis and Dina together, the prosecution decided to sever the trials the various hearings on both perpetrators were long and drawn out, which is typical when it comes to capital cases. I want to talk about the results of Davis's trial first. Davis was facing two capital murder charges as well as numerous other charges in relation to the murder of Marcia Spicer and Michelle Ricci. He also faced federal charges for abducting and sexually assaulting his niece because of you, Sheriff... Just saying, That's because you, of you. That's you, Yeah. Yep. Because of you, Alan Baugh. Hope you're proud of yourself. Fucking assholes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I hate, I make a I, lot of fucking jokes, no, but seriously, man. I Yes. Anybody touching kids, it's just, that, that flips my fucking asshole switch. Yep. And it's, mm, can't deal with that shit. During the trial proceedings, the jury and the court viewed the video for, footage that depicted Davis and Dina sexually assaulting, torturing, and murdering Marsha. They also viewed the footage that included the sexual assault and torture of Michelle. On October 11th of 2008, the the court sentenced Davis to death for the capital murder charges. When it came to the other charges in relation to the acts committed against the two women, he received 22 additional life terms. However, he he still had to face the federal charges later. And he probably is still waiting. Just
1: save everyone some money. Everybody knows what he did. Uh There's evidence of what he did. Just, Just take him out back. Just take care of him.
0: I've been saying that for years. You know, I've got my share of guns. I would be more than happy to buy a box of ammo. Go out there. Put one in the back of his head. One and done. Just be done. Yep and the that be like hey, case closed no problem no appeal no we appeals. don't need
1: the the bureaucracy involved when you know you have f- evidence
0: yeah and that's my thing you did what you did but you proved that you did it beyond a evidence. shadow of a doubt yes. and dina i don't care if she was on meth or not she fucking participated put put one in her skull too you're both done yeah both of them yeah and i don't even say dig him a grave just kick him inside of some shallow fucking hole
1: throw some lie on him
0: yeah you, <laughs> it's all you, good. You, just, you don't fucking touch kids, man. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. I...
0: <laughs> so on December 22nd of 2008, Dina Riley went to court and pled guilty to the first-degree murder charge of Marsha Spicer. Rather than face the death penalty in trial, she agreed to plead guilty to her charges for both murders and her federal charges for sexually assaulting and abducting Davis's five-year-old niece. Because of you, Allenbaugh, just letting you know that again.
1: We'd like to just put that out there. So
0: put that out there again. That happened because of you. Dina received a life sentence without the possibility uh, of parole for the murder charges. For the other 25 charges, she received eight more life sentences plus an additional 239 years. Then Dina's federal charges on June 15th of 2009, in accordance with her plea bargain, Dina pled guilty to the kidnapping charge of Davis's five-year-old niece. And we know who caused that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Allenbaugh. Mm Mm-hmm. Her sentencing was scheduled for September fourteenth of the same year. During her sentencing, she received a federal life sentence. Still isn't good enough. No. I, I'm a big fan of let the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. I honestly think, and people, I know we're gonna get hate mail about this, but if you're molesting a child, well, I think that you should be strapped down. There's no and yeah. forcefully molested.
1: Yeah. Or just sent to
0: jail. Yeah. Yeah, there's a male prison part of it, but I would like, I would, just, I would love to spend. Do send a woman to a male oh, that would be awesome, woman to a male prison, yes. And just look at her, have her dressed nothing but a bra and panties. And go, good luck, have fun. Just dress her like the normal ones. Because the fact that I mean, like you know, just send her in there. It's all like, oh well, the the like you know
1: overcrowding in the women's prison. You just have to go to the male prison. Mm-hmm not going to last long.
0: Yeah, I wish her the best of luck. Good luck to you. Mm Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. On October 21st of 2015, Davis's attorney argued his appeal in front of the Missouri Supreme Court. In His appeal, he stated that he was receiving inefficient counsel uh, from his court-appointed attorneys. As many times as he had been in jail prior to committing these crimes, you'd think that he would know... How to how ineffective court-appointed attorneys were. No matter what the charges are for their clients, They're court-appointed attorneys. Fuck it. A public defender doesn't give two fucks about you, amigo. And you should know that. And maybe you should have embezzled
1: money or something better. You could have afforded a, a better lawyer. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> you're know? an idiot.
0: It's just, ugh, this guy just. It, it, I am ashamed that he actually had a mullet. I gotta say that. I'm just gonna say that out <laughs> loud. Put that out there. I am ashamed, ashamed that that man sported a mullet. He does not deserve a mullet because he, he he's not multastic at all. He is not multastic. He's he's a, he's a mullet. His mullet baker.
1: card has been revoked.
0: I'm um, yeah. I'm revoking that mullet card. You sir should not be allowed to ever even look at a mullet. Sad piece of yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me see where I'm at. Okay. According to Davis, the ineffective counsel he claimed he received was the direct violation of his civil rights. He felt that his attorneys should have had a a psychiatrist evaluate him so that they could testify to his bipolar diagnosis. Being bipolar does not make you a murderer and a child rapist, you dumbass.
1: I am not murdering and raping and whoa, whoa, wait, wait molesting a with a bipolar it's, diagnosis. A you
0: can you can molest. And That's consensual. Me. It's it's okay. That's different. Oh, you, Laura! I dropped the soap. I, I, I dropped something. <laughs> I just bend over right here. I button my pants. It's okay. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't laugh at that. That just encourages my dumbass. was <laughs> also felt that he should have been evaluated by a psychiatrist or psychologist, uh, they would have been able to tell the court about the abuse he sustained as a child. For these reasons, he requested that the Supreme Court overturn his death sentence and order a new trial, or at very least, a new sentencing phase. I disagree because I was highly abused as a kid. I had the shit beat out of me almost every fucking day. I was mentally and physically abused constantly growing up. And guess what I'm not doing? I'm not molesting kids. I'm not making snuff tapes. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, I'm not being violent to women against their will. Um,
1: it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's stupid. a ridiculous This, this guy's excuse. a fucking tool. Yeah.
0: This is another one. Him, him, and that sheriff both should just hang themselves. They can
1: share a cell.
0: They should, sh- yes. That's that would be right.
1: pr- put, that sheriff would not last long at all in prison because no. you have to think about how many of them he, he put there. Before he was then placed nice. there.
0: That's a snuff tape I'd watch. <laughs> Between him and fucking Davis here, yeah. I would definitely watch them get ass-raped and then killed. I'd be the like, best snuff tape ever. Best. I'll buy five copies.
1: <laughs> Let me promote this for you. Oh,
0: shit, yeah. I would, I'd plug it here on the show. On April 5th of 2016, the Missouri Supreme Court issued their decision on Davis' appeal. It only took them five and a half months to decide that they were going to uphold his death sentence. Good. In fact, the vote to reject Davis's uh, they they vote to, I don't even know what the hell was written here. What the hell was written here? No, it just says they vote to reject Davis's effort to, to have vote Ted. Son- it's got to be D, but I can't correct okay. that. They voted to reject Davis's efforts to have his conviction overturned. Supreme Court decision, they, uh, they found that despite his claims of insufficient counsel, he, he actually chose not to cooperate with his defense attorneys. Apparently, they did retain a psychiatrist to observe him, but he refused to let them eva- the evaluations take place. Therefore, he himself failed to demonstrate he, uh, he would have been found uh, incompetent to stand trial. So he fucked it up himself. He
1: fucked it up himself.
0: So what's happening with this peckerwood today? What's happening with Davis? Not the other one, the sheriff. Because the sheriff honestly should be hung. Agreed. On December 3rd of 2020, a spokesman for the Missouri uh, Department of Corrections announced that 56-year-old Richard Dean Davis died in prison the day before. According to a spokesman... He was hospitalized for more than two weeks before his death, and he died of natural causes, which makes me sad. Yeah. I wanted him to die from, like, anal injuries, rectal bleeding, choking on a cock, something. Cancer. Cancer would have been good.
1: Horrible, horrible Seps- cancer. Yeah. Sepsis yeah, would have been good, too. I yeah. would
0: have been going for sepsis. Yeah. Been, Water, off sept- oh, horrible yeah.
1: Horrible things. Uh, it's what he deserved.
0: So, so many ways to, ways to torture that piece of shit. Yeah you have anything you want to add now that I was on (laughs) a tirade and shit? No, we're on the same page here. That's why I love you, sweetie. All (laughs) right, this show's copyright. Oh, fuck me. Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com Check out the website at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, or wherever you get your blog. Just type in at Brutal Nation, and we'll pop right up. Get the full story without half of my bullshit. This show's copyright 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. I'm out of here until tomorrow with my nipple tassels and sequined stung. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.